like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. All right, Primal Piggy here with a tutorial about setting up a FetLife account for the very first time. Uh, I have clicked on the sign up button on the very main screen and it's brought me to this welcome home. Now tell us a little about yourself and I'm going to go through some of the different things. You can see I've uh, filled some some of them out, but uh, I will continue to uh, I'll go through and, and mention some of them. And uh, this is the very first screen that you will see. Uh, I came up with a really good name, uh, Two Inch Destroyer, because, you know, every guy, you know, wants to put a monster can next to their cock and make it seem like the thing is just massive and huge. And I just like to play off of that and say that, you know, I'm going to take uh, the ladies down with my Two Inch Destroyer. And so, uh, two inch destroyer will be my nickname. We'll see if that works. Uh, hopefully it'll, it'll go through. Uh, and then with gender, uh, of course there's male, female, uh, there's nine non-binary gender, queer, gender fluid, uh, transgender. If you just want to, uh, not follow any of the, uh, the binary binaries, if you're, uh, some people, identify as trans uh, that are not really doing any kind of transition at the moment or are still undecided and so they still uh, have some dysphoria and they still generally generally have dysphoria and they still want to uh, identify as transgender but they're not really making the transition and so transgender as you see right here would be uh, you could just identify as that if you were transitioning male to female or female to male, it'll it'll note it up with an MTF or an FTM up next, uh, you know, next to your two-inch destroyer. If it said, then it would say male to female or female to male, depending on uh, if that was what my gender was. You know, gender is different than sex, different than sexuality. We'll see that in just a moment. Uh, perhaps you're just into the CD, uh, you know, transvestite is really an old term that we don't really like to use. It's on there, but a uh, cross-dresser is, uh, is generally someone who, uh, isn't, it's not, isn't really, uh, isn't generally identifying, uh, you know, it's a, a male that generally likes to just, uh, dress in, in, uh, female attire, or, you know, and those, even those things are, uh, you know, there's really no such thing as uh, female or male, male attire. Really anything goes. Uh, intersex, uh, uh, femme, butch, not applicable. You can really choose any of these. Just pick the one that best describes who you are. Just try to be honest when you're doing a FetLife profile. Uh, people are going to be using this, and we'll, we're setting up these these profiles on FetLife so that we can be vetted as partners, uh, vetted 
as play partners, vetted to attend events and munches. Uh, it's really a great vetting tool, and that's really why it you know it's not really a social network in the traditional sense. It's not really a a place to uh, go uh, to uh, get dates and things. And it's not really for vanilla people. It's for people that are in the fetish slash kink community or are getting into the kink community and so if you've never had a fet life before then this really is for you so just i'll pick male that's uh i'm a cisgendered male and so that that works for me uh, sexual orientation um uh you can you know you have straight you have hetero flexible and that's where uh, you will engage generally you don't have you're not quite bisexual you're not really attracted to somebody of the opposite gen, uh, gender or a different gender, you will generally, if you have uh, if you have a partner who wants you to suck off a guy's cock, or and you're and you're a guy, if you're the sub and you're willing to suck off another guy's cock, you're not really gay. You're just doing it in the scene or a scene specific thing. Then you would probably consider yourself kind of heteroflexible. Where if the your master your Dame, your dominant gives you, uh, in the midst of a scene, gives you a command to do something sexual to somebody of the same gender as you, or uh, you know, or uh, something of that nature. Then heteroflexible would really be what you would choose. Um, of course, you know these are just my understandings of these terms. I'm sure you could look up and find textbook definitions, but I I'm not really concerned with textbook definitions at the moment. Uh, home. Uh, there's homoflexible. I'm not exactly sure. I, uh, <laughs> bisexual, uh, gay, lesbian. Uh, dyke isn't really a, a word that I use a lot. Uh, queer, uh, pansexual is is somewhat similar to bisexual. Uh, I I used to identify as pansexual, for instance, but I found that bisexual suited my needs and was easier for people. Uh, to understand quickly without a lot of explanation. Uh, demisexual means that you're, uh, you find attraction based on emotions. Uh, and uh, asexual is its own thing. It's very valid. It's uh, someone who generally may be aromantic uh, or, or just, you know, a, a sex or an attraction are, are just different for an asexual uh, fluctuating, evolving, uns unsure, you know, not applicable if you don't really know. Fluctuating and evolving is really, if, if you're not really sure yet, uh, you know, who you're attracted to, that would really work. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm bisexual. Uh, and now here's a really important one, role. Uh, you'll, you're going to pick one, you know, for the very first time. And if you're not familiar with what all of these are, there's a whole bunch of them, whole list. Then uh, you know. Then you're not really gonna, uh, you know, you're gonna want to stick to some of these down at the bottom. Uh, you're probably not vanilla. <coughs> Excuse me. If you are, this really isn't a site for you uh, because there's not just a lot of vanilla sex. But what what happens is it's not just for vanilla sex. But uh, if you were getting on here just to look at events, or you were uh, say you were making a movie or a film about BDSM and you wanted to explore 
then that would be a really good honest one if you really weren't in the scene but you were from the outside looking in and just exploring some of those things that would be probably a good one for you undecided is really is uh it, it, you know that's really good too uh evolving if you you know if you're just you kind of started someplace and you just really see that you are continuing to change uh, or exploring is really good too uh, j drag king or queen shout out to all my drag queens drag kings i love y'all uh, all of these leather ones or if you're a part of a leather community and you will know uh you know you, you will see yours here if you're part of the leather community you'll know whether you're a le leather daddy or a leather top or a boot black or any of those things uh i don't really use these for much uh, primal is really it, that is a top kind of scenario uh there's a top and a bottom and then there's uh so it's not really a role it's just within a scene you tend to act animalistic and you really don't have a relationship dynamic with anyone it's just you're looking for scenes then you know you may be a primal predator or if you're just looking to scene and and be someone's prey that would maybe be it the same way with rigor or rope if all you're getting on fat life to do is to display your hook suspensions or uh, display your rope work or uh, then you you're probably a rigger or a rope top a riggers more of somebody who would like string somebody up and like uh, uh, you know hoist them up off the ground would be a rigger a rope top would really be just someone who likes to tie someone else up or put them in some type of bondage and if that's really just all you're into, you're not really into the other things, then uh, you're not really looking for a relationship dynamic, then that would je definitely be legitimate. And a rope bottom or rope bunny, kind of a similar term terminology, that's someone that likes to be tied up. So if you're just going to have a bunch of pictures of you tied up and you're maybe looking for someone, a rope top to tie you up, that would maybe be what you would use. These all have to do with pet play. If you're a, a furry or a pet or a kitten, a pup, a pony, or the opposite of that on, as a top in that, in that situation would be a handler, a pet handler. Say you are looking to find someone to do pet play with and you're in the more of the dominant sense, then uh, if, if that's all you're into, these are top and bottom kinks as well. They're not as much of a relationship dynamic or they don't set the tone of the relationship generally. And so... Um, then there, these here are, have to do with, uh, you know, a cougar is someone who is older looking for someone who's younger. So the age difference is really the primary thing, the primary reason why you were getting on here, a bull and a hot wife and a cuckold, cuck queen, feminizer, sissy, those kinds of things are more, like I said, they're more top and bottom. They're more scene specific. So if you're not really looking for a relationship type, a relationship dynamic, you don't want to put that you're a master because that's a relationship dynamic. You don't want to put your, that you're a submissive because that you're not really getting on FetLife looking for a relationship dynamic or looking to enter into a relationship. You're just looking to seen as, say, you're a guy and you're looking to be femini uh, feminized or you're looking to feminize uh, uh, if you're a woman uh, uh, and you're more on the dominant or top side, you're just looking to dress up men and feminize them or looking to be dressed up and feminized and 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 you're and challenged, uh, your manhood challenged and you be degraded and humiliated, then, you know, sissy, if that's what your kink is, 
that's all you're into, then sissy would be one of those things. If you're a cuckold, it's like you like to um, watch other people have sex with your partner. And then, uh, you know, sometimes you participate, but sometimes you just watch. And so if that's really, those are more somewhat swinger terms, but, but, and, and bull is you just have a big massive cock and you just like to use that big massive cock and, you know, you're just making your, your genitalia available to others. A hot wife would be a similar thing. If you just have a, a really, you know, a really skinny with big, big titties and a big ass and a really nice uh, vagina, then perhaps you're a hot wife and you're just looking to lend your genitalia and your body out to uh, be used in someone else's kink. Uh, these right here, where was that? Uh, brat, princess, slut, doll toy. Those uh, really, those are not roles. And so they're, you know, there's not like, uh, they're not roles as in they're not really, uh, re they're not relationship roles. They're top or bottom specific. And so if you're in the midst of a scene, if you're looking to uh, be kind of bratty in a scene, then you will be looking for a top and you would be a bratty bottom. And uh, you're looking to act bratty to receive, uh, as a masochist, to receive some kind of sadism, typically. Uh, it could it could be other kinds of things. A princess is really, you're just on here looking for kind of a sugar daddy, perhaps. You're, uh, you're just, uh, a princess is, you're just, uh, you're looking for someone to spoil you, but you're not really into BDSM so much. You may have some kinks, but you're not looking for a relationship dynamic. Slut, of course, would be just that you just really, you're a nymphomaniac. You really love to have sex, and you're just on here looking for a lot of sex, which is there's no shame in that. If that's what you're looking for, just be honest that I'm just a slut. I'm on here looking for a bunch of sex. I'm looking for people to have sex with and people to have sex with me. A doll or a toy would be a similar scenario where you're just looking to be used. If you're just looking to be used, maybe degraded or humiliated, then then that would be that's totally legitimate. Uh, these right here, daddy, mommy, caregiver, uh, baby girl, those are now those are relationship dynamics. If you're a caregiver, that's a general term for a mommy or a daddy. Perhaps uh, some people, depending on their their gender identity, they're a caregiver, and if they're gender fluid, sometimes they're a daddy and sometimes they're a mommy, depending on what uh, fluidity that they are flowing into, what gender they're, you know, they're flowing into more of a masculine or feminine role. And so they may use caregiver just because they fluctuate back and forth, but they are in the dominant role. The dominant role would be like a dom or a dame caregiver. And then there's a mommy or a daddy. Of course, those are dominant relationship dynamics. And then there is a baby girl or a baby boy. Uh, those are just, those are bottom. Those are uh, submissives. Those are submissive roles. Uh, uh, age player really, uh, I can see why they put it in this list, but age play is a kink. It's not a relationship role. It's not like a, uh, it's not a dynamic role. It's like if you're in the midst of a scene and you're just looking uh, to uh, act older or younger, and if that's really just your kink and you're just on here to explore your one kink and you're not really, that's your one primary thing, then you may be an age player. And like I said, there's no shame in any of these roles. Just be honest with who you are 
and what you're looking for and try to you try your best to use the correct terminology or learn the, be- the the correct terminology. If you pick the wrong thing now, because you're just setting this up for the very first time, if you pick the wrong thing, you can change these settings later. Uh, a little, a middle, and a big. Uh, those are bottom. Those are submissive roles. So a submissive little, like my my submissive identifies as a little. She has stuffies and and colors and likes to watch cartoons all the time. And that's just that's who she is as a person all the time. She has to get out of her role in order to act big or act adult, which then once she's done acting adult, she gets right back to being a little. A middle would be similar. It would be someone that is more of a teenage kind of, uh, like it would be an older person. It wouldn't be someone who is t- a teenager right now. They really probably, if you're if you're under 18, you should not be on this site. This is not for you. This podcast is not for you. This website is not for you. It is for consenting adults. And so a middle would be an adult that uh, regresses possibly or acts, uh, favors teenage types of of play. And a big would be uh, someone maybe a little older, maybe somebody that's in their 60s that acts in their 20s, uh, their early 20s would maybe be a big, something like that. It's, you know, it's a submissive role. We're not here. So then I'm coming down here to these roles right here. Kinkster, fetishist, swinger, hedonist, sensualist, exhibitionist, and voyeur. Congratulations. These are vanilla. These are generally vanilla people using the kink website. So generally, you know, a swinger may be an exception. A swinger is just someone who uh, it's different than BDSM. It has different, generally has different consent types of rules and things. A swinger is generally a partner generally partnered a uh, person that likes to uh, uh, likes to have sex outside like it's a type of non-monogamy uh, generally it's ethic ethical non-monogamy it's not necessarily polyamory it's not necessarily that emotions are really involved other than like sexual emotions at the time of of having sex but it's somebody that likes to have sex outside of a monogamous relationship. And so that's what a swinger is. Uh, where did I go here? It's jumping around. A hedonist would be uh, uh, would be somebody who just really kind of likes, generally likes kink. A kinkster would kind of be the same way. But generally, if you see those things, you're seeing somebody who's more vanilla, but just has some kinks and just has a general interest in the lifestyle it's not a bad thing it's just that's who they are as a person they don't really necessarily identify with bdsm or with swinging for instance they may just be somebody who likes tattooed girls and you know somebody who likes to watch sex or see sex that's an exhibitionist or voyeur but they may use these terminologies an exhibitionist is someone who likes to be seen or a voyeur likes likes to watch likes to look at porn, likes to watch people in person have sex. And so a lot of times people will take these tests and things and see that they're high in an exhibitionist or a voyeur. Really, that's just uh, generally those kinks are pretty high in vanilla people. And as you learn about other BDSM things, uh, those types of roles and, and those types of interests tend to rise to the top and become more prominent in your life. And these tend to drift down downward and kind of are less important in your life 
Uh, these have to do with pain, sadist and masochist, or perhaps you you do both. You like to give and receive pain. You would consider that you would do these. These are also top and bottom roles. These are scene specific roles where you're not really looking for a relationship dynamic. You're looking for to scene. You're looking to play. Uh, just you know, you a sadist. You like to give pain. You're just really good at giving pain. You you focus on giving pain. You focus on how to give pain safely and effectively. A masochist is is the, on the receiving end. They're more in a bottom, more submissive type of role. In in when I say submissive, I mean they're just in the receiving part in a scene. Uh, a masochist likes to receive pain. Uh, likes to study and and learn about ways to receive pain and ways to receive pain safely. Now, here's where we were at top and bottom. Uh, perhaps generally, maybe you're into a bunch of different types of things, but uh, you generally always top or you generally always bottom uh, in, in scenes. You're not really looking for a relationship role or relationship dynamic. You're not really looking for power exchange. That's kind of what I mean when I say you're not looking for a relationship. You're not looking for a relationship role like a dominant and a submissive relationship, which is like the the B and the you know the BDSM. It's the uh, discipline part. You know, you're not looking for a dom and looking to be a sub. You're just looking to do scenes and those things. That's fine. It's okay if you're a sadist or a rigger or a brat. It's okay if you're those things, but you're just not a brat submissive. You're just not a rigger ta a rigger dominant primarily unless you're looking for that specifically looking for a relationship dynamic. And then, you know, we have title names and, and definitions for those things. So tops and bottoms are just scene specific. And then when we come here, we have, you know, master, mistress, slave. And then these two that have uh, that are uh, terminology I'm really unfamiliar with. I've seen them before, but I, I just really don't know much about them. But if you're in in a, almost a complete uh, total power exchange relationship, not necessarily complete, but a, a a lot of power is exchanging hands. And if you're looking to be a, a, a top in that way, then you're a master. You're generally... <coughs> Excuse me. It would generally be better to use dominant. Uh, the you know this one right here. Let me pick it so you can see this dominant. It would generally be better to use that if you're like 18, 19, 20, 25 years old. Maybe use this first until you gain some experience because it's pretty serious to be a master. It's a pretty serious to be a mistress. That's the female role of a master. And then you know if you're uh, you know, if you're not very experienced as a sub as a submissive, you may want to use submissive for a while before you pick slave because slave is really giving up a lot, and there's a lot of negotiation that goes into the master mistress slave relationship dynamic. Uh, I'm talking months, oftentimes years of negotiations, and and really once the power is given and is exchanged, there's generally different types of collars. Or a collaring that takes place, and then you know the people generally don't try to get out of that relationship. It's not it's not like a velcro kind of uh, collared situation, and that means like a it's not easy to it's not something that's easy to take off and just take off and put back on. You generally don't 
don't flow through master and slave relationships really quickly. And you generally don't do those things just online only. You generally do those things in person, just using general terms. And then there's these here. There's uh, there's dominant, and I, I realize they they're jumping off of my screen. Let me see if I can get them to come up. There we go on the screen. Um, there's dominant, and dame is the feminine uh, role of a dominant. And uh, if you're a dom, uh, and you're looking for a, a you know you would use a dom or a dame. And then you know if you're a submissive, those that's a relationship dynamic. And again. There's there's vetting and negotiations that go into that, and there's oftentimes a collar or some type of commitment, and they're not relationships that generally, you know, they're not just scene specific. These are actual relationships that you're building with somebody, and they have rules and structure, commitment, and things like that. The person may be polyamorous, and they may have multiples of some of these things or whatever, they may, or they may be monogamous. And so, you know, if you're a dominant Adame or you're a submissive, I wouldn't use those roles, you know, uh, loosely. If you're not a very dominant person and you don't have experience dominating anything, then I wouldn't use jump into this as dominant or Dame. If you're just a bitch, I wouldn't put on here that you're a Dame just because you, uh, you know, are uh, really independent. It would be you have to have experience dominating uh, a submissive. You should have some kind of experience before you use those roles. And then, a, you know, it's a submissive the same way. I would probably use something like exploring or something like that. Uh, you know, I wouldn't use submissive right away because, you know, you, if you're not quite sure, if you don't have experience submitting to somebody, and I'm not just talking about in a shitty relationship or something where somebody overpowered you. I'm talking about giving your up your submission as a gift to somebody, or giving out giving up your or giving out your dominance as a as a gift to a submissive. Those sort of things. That's what I'm talking about. And then this last one I'll talk about is just a little bit. It's a switch. A switch generally uh, kind of goes between a dominant and a submissive sometimes, and uh, in in relationships and generally. If they're a switch, they may be polyamorous and they may be a dominant in one relationship and a submissive in another. Generally, they do not switch within the same role. If they're doing a lot of switching within the same role, I would really question whether they're more of a top and a bottom because they just like to switch back and forth depending on the scene. Uh, so that would be something to look at. You know, switch is kind of, to me, is a little bit controversial. It, uh, it, you know, a lot of times it means people are undecided and they just need to use undecided or evolving or exploring. And so, uh, you know, but it is a very valid uh, role. Of course, it's right up in here with all the best of them. Uh, you know, for mine, I would probably for this, the sake of this one, I'll just use a dominant because I'm already in a relationship with someone and I have experience dominating that person. Now, my relationship is a daddy. Uh, it's called a caregiver, caregiver little. So DDLG, daddy, little girl. That's my relationship role in real life. But for this one, I'll use dominant. You put in your date of birth. They want to make sure that you're over 18. It'll also put your age up there at the top because, you know, sometimes people are looking 
uh, for vetting based on age. You know, they're not looking really for a 19 year old master that kind of gives people, gives away that somebody probably doesn't know what they're doing. Um, on those possibly, maybe they got into BDSM earlier than they should have before they were able to be an adult. Uh, but you know, still it's, uh, you know, and then once they're an adult, they get on this website, you want to put your location and this is going to be important. Put in the actual, you know, at this point, you're not throwing a picture in there. You're not putting your real name up there. So put in the real location for where you are. Don't use something fake. Even if you, at this point, even if you're, even if you are looking for a lot of, uh, looking to really be anonymous because of your job or something, at this point, you haven't really done anything. You, you're obviously, you're certainly better not be using your real name up here in your nickname thing. Use something that describes who you are or something you like, uh, something just kind of nondescript, something that doesn't really give away who you are a hundred percent. And then use put in your location for real of where you really are. It's going to be important because you're going to want to see uh, who the people are that are near you, and you're going to want to see the uh, the types of people that are around you and the events that are in your location. You're, this is really important because FetLife and in the fetish community and BDSM really revolves around going to events. And meeting people in real life, this isn't really a fantasy. A lot of people like to this to be their kind of seedy, dark, online fantasy. But we're not looking for a bunch of cheaters. We're not looking for a bunch of unethical people to get into our community and come on here and try to cheat on their spouse and try to find a hookup and sex. Uh, you know, just through we want people to be honest and tell us who they are. Generally speaking. And, uh, you know, or things about them so that we can vet them. We can see if there's somebody that we would legitimately like to hook up with and, 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 and experience something fetish related or kink related. So, you know, put that in, uh, then use your email address. They're not going to send you a bunch of crazy emails. You know, I, you could set up a Gmail account like I did specifically for this and then pick a password and then click almost there. Oh, the nickname. Oh, I can't use two inch destroyer. Oh no, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Let's see. Uh this, apparently there's another, you know, two inch. Uh let's try this one. We'll try to change it here. Try that two inch destroyer like that. Let's see if that's there. Oh, there we go. Awesome. And so now I'm in. Uh, we're not gonna add that there. And so now you, it'll show you just some different people. But you guys, you can see these people are not anywhere in uh, anywhere in near me. And so let's just scroll past these. Go to the next step. I don't want to do that. So it's going to want you to upload an avatar, and then it's going to that means it wants you to upload a picture. And we're going to skip this step right here for now because I don't want to do that. Uh, we can go back and add that in the second part. And then, you know, I really don't want to give away anyone's faces or anything by exploring anything. You can see up here, two-inch destroyer. I can view my own profile. Let's do that. And so, really, it comes up with a question mark. It shows where I'm located. I'm 51. I'm male, because remember, and then I'm dom. I'm a dominant. And, you know, then it shows this activity here that less than a minute ago, 
I joined FetLife. So if I just go to try to proposition someone, they can come back here and see he just joined a minute ago, like five minutes ago, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, and then it shows my orientation of bisexual. And then in the next part, you know, it's kind of like a wall. You can kind of see there's different links and things. In the next part, we'll go up here to the menu and we'll go down and we'll do some of these things. We'll write a post, we'll upload things, and we'll come down here. We'll edit our profile and maybe update our settings. And I'll show you some of that in the next video. Awesome. Thank you all.